Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Friday, January the 15th. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's Kent Online podcast. And our top story is that two teenagers have today been sentenced to a total of more than 12 years for their involvement in an attack on a German student in Canterbury. Daniel Ezzedine was left brain damaged after being set upon in the city centre in 2019. A 17-year-old from Orpington and 18-year-old from Canterbury have been sent to young offender institutions. Our court reporter, Sean Axtell, was in this hearing and Sean this was a particularly horrific attack wasn't it? It was a truly tragic case and I think the judge was right to say it brought a kind of shame to the city. I think I'd speak for many in saying that year in 2019 we all felt deep regret that this could happen to anyone at all but a visitor who'd only been here for a few days with friends to see what this enriched part of the country has to offer well that makes it all the more shocking. The German students have been harassed by a territorial gang before it spilled into violence. Daniel tried kicking out when he was pulled to the floor. Trying to get up, Jack Barron, now 17, a Longbury drive in Orpington, swung a heavy loaded bag into his face. Then Luke Fogaroli, now 18, of Sturry Road in Canterbury, kicked unconscious Daniel in the face. The group ran off, leaving Daniel brain damaged with life-changing and life-limiting injuries. And so today, Barron was handed a six-year sentence and Fogaroli five and a half years. He was also given another year for a separate drug-dealing offence and possession of an offensive weapon. Thanks, Sean. Eight other suspects are due to appear in court at a later date. On to coronavirus news now, and more than twice as many people are in hospital with COVID in Kent now than at the peak of the first wave. According to latest stats, more than 1,300 patients are currently being treated in the county. That's compared to around 530 last April. Another 72 deaths have been reported at hospitals in Kent in the past 24 hours. The focus for quite a while now has been on testing to try and identify those who don't realise they have the virus and could be passing it on. As you know, mass testing centres have been set up across the county, but today there's a message in particular for anyone who's still going out to work. They're being encouraged to get tested for COVID-19 every two weeks. Kent's public health boss is Andrew scott Clark. That's important because, of course, if you're going out and you have to work, particularly if you're a critical worker, uh, or, or a critical worker's family that, that you get tested regularly. So we've um, we've opened 14 sites so far. We've got five more opening in the next few days, two tomorrow, two on Saturday, another one on Monday. Um, and we will have two sites at least right across the county uh, open from, uh, from the morning to the evening uh, indoors where people who are symptom-free can get tested with the result coming back within uh, two to three hours um, of that test. That's really important because we need to find those people who may well be spreading COVID who don't even know they have it. And it is suggested that one in three people who have infection don't actually exhibit any symptoms. So we need to find those people and get them into isolation because that's one of our uh, aims is to try and reduce transmission, break that transmission cycle so that we can actually bring the case numbers uh, down in Kent. Uh, We have found so far 
some, some in the order of 730 people who have tested positive who do not have symptoms. Meantime, the Transport Secretary has revealed that more than 66,000 hauliers have so far been tested for coronavirus in Kent before crossing the Channel. Sites have been set up at Manston Airport in Ashford Lorry Park following major disruption that we saw in the county before Christmas. That was caused by France introducing new rules, meaning truckers had to test negative for Covid before being allowed into the country. Well, Grant Shapps has said today that the operation has been a success. We are testing uh, hauliers, um, well, about 66,000 of them so far. Your viewers will remember that backlog in Kent uh, back in December when the French closed the border before we uh, put the testing in place. Um, so that, that programme's ongoing and, uh, you know, for the time being, no, it's lateral flow testing and the, the, the French uh, and, and us work very closely uh, together on that to make sure um, that everybody's tested. It's the world's biggest testing of lorry drivers uh, anywhere and we're finding very low levels of coronavirus something like 0.3 percent which is much lower than the national average here or in france and that's because of course these lorry drivers long distance drivers they live in their lorries by and large they sleep in their cabs it's actually quite a solitary uh, uh, arrangement and means they're not very likely to be carrying the coronavirus around, not as likely as the rest of the population. On to education briefly and the first full week of online or home learning for school pupils after the Christmas break has come to an end. A former Kent head teacher is now urging inspectors to give staff at schools time to rebuild after the pandemic. It's feared some children, particularly those in primary school, could struggle with interacting and behaving properly in class when they go back. There are also concerns some children wouldn't have done as well as others while learning from home. Chasey Crawford-Usher used to be in charge of Wateringbury Primary. She's been chatting to our reporter, Katie. We've already seen huge mental health issues, so I'm not going to touch on those because there are much um, more expert professionals, you know, gravely concerned. So certainly mental health issues. Um, I think I think the ability to come back into school and pick up from where we left off is not going to be uh, straightforward or possible like that. So I think we'll notice a huge variety of need in children, whether it's um, socialization or their language skills, their ability to listen, their ability to focus and concentrate and I think that all teachers, and I'm including new teachers, my goodness, you know, think about new, newly qualified teachers going into classrooms in September, taking on board everything they've got to manage in terms of teaching and learning, plus these huge, great, you know, chasms of, um, that have opened for children in those areas. And how does a young teacher, you know, new to, the, to education, figure out? how they're going to address all of that. So there's going to need to be real support for, um, for all teachers and tremendous sort of support and understanding for newly qualified teachers as to what they're, what they're taking on. Mm. And do you think this time at home and this break from school will widen the gap of attainment between you know, perhaps the children who are, are more um, 
you know, in more privileged backgrounds and the children who are less well off and, and disadvantaged. So are you already are you already seeing that? Well, we absolutely. And I haven't, you know, I haven't been in school since the end of October. Um, I keep, you know, I, I'm very interested in what happens in schools and education. So I keep abreast of it and I will, you know, I will be um, getting back into education um, in the new academic year, I hope. So that's an area of, uh, of, you know, that has been highlighted and I think will be more marked than ever. And remember schools, schools haven't, you know, there are individual success stories, but generally we have not closed that attainment gap. So then you have to consider, well, what's behind this? And of course, we know it's down to poverty. And if you think about what's happening now, our country is even more divided in terms of haves and have nots through this pandemic, increased numbers of people finding it um, difficult to make ends meet and all the strain that that puts on families. So um, it, will, it, it will be an even, an even bigger problem than it already is. Schools do amazing work. They do incredible work to support children from disadvantaged backgrounds. Um, but now imagine what else is coming back into school, you know, even, even greater, even greater need, greater gaps, um, greater disadvantage. Well, if you've got little ones, particularly at primary school, we'd be really interested to know what you think on that one. You can comment on the story today at Kent Online or via our social media. Kent Online News. Other top stories, and a man's been jailed for life after murdering a man at his home in Norfleet. Harry Harris stabbed the 44-year-old victim seven times in a row over drugs in Hamerton Road last February. The 29-year-old from Stanway Close in Chigwell in Essex has been told he'll serve at least 24 years behind bars. The mum of a Sheppy teenager who died after falling from a railway bridge has called for TikTok to be an interested party in his inquest. Ellis Murphy-Richards died last September just a week before his 16th birthday. At a pre-inquest review, a coroner declined the request, but a spokesman for the company says they were deeply saddened to learn of the tragedy and urge anyone who's struggling to get support. Three people have been arrested after police found 30 dogs, a stun gun and drugs during raids in West Kent. Officers searched properties in Hadlow and Yielding after reports of illegal breeding and sales of puppies online. Two new housing estates could be built in Whitstable after developers identified greenfield land between the old and new Thanet Ways. One proposal is for 54 homes known as the Willows, where building work could start in January next year if approved. Another site has also been submitted to the council for potential development, although the number of properties that could go there isn't being revealed just yet. You might have to wrap up warm this weekend because there is a high chance we're going to get some snow in Kent. The Met Office have issued a yellow alert from the early hours of tomorrow until 8 in the evening. Forecasters say it could lead to some disruption on the roads and rails, with 1 to 3 centimetres widely expected to fall, but it could be deeper in some parts of the county. And remember the Faversham family who went viral with a song they created at the start of the pandemic?
they've released another video, this time about getting the coronavirus vaccine. The Marsh's rendition of One Day More last year has been followed by a version of Hallelujah called Have the New Jab. When it goes like this, so fourth or fifth of people might have fought for this. They're thinking of opposing having new jabs. Have the new jab. Have the new jab. You can see that video in full at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online Sport. Football first and Gillingham will be hoping to put an end to their poor run of form when they travel to Accrington Stanley this weekend. A run of three straight defeats has seen the Jills drop to 14th in League One while their opponents are up in sixth. We've been catching up with defender Connor Ogilvie. It's not the best run we're on at the minute, but we just need to, to dig in as a group and no one else is going to change, change it apart from us and uh, it has to come from within us. And uh, hopefully we can go to to. Ac- Accrington and, uh, and and get a result um, and, and get out of this uh, bit of bad form we're in. Yeah, they've got, team, got good energy about them and we know what they're about. Obviously, we've played them before, so we we, we need to go there and, uh, and impose our game and, and and take our chances when they come. And um, hopefully, back from back my end, we can we can keep a clean sheet and uh, and get a result. It'll only take three or four good results and uh, and we could be right back in the mix of it um but we need to to work hard and uh, and get them results and and if they do them yeah we'll be we'll be back up there looking upwards in the next few weeks a bit more news from Priestfield and Gillingham have signed a midfielder on loan from Southampton until the end of the season Callum Slattery is the third Saints player to join the Jills this campaign with Tom O'Connor and Tyreke Johnson already at the club. The 21-year-old will be available for tomorrow's match. And it might not be cricket weather just yet, but we've been hearing from one of the Kent players as they prepare for the new season. Nathan Gilchrist made his debut last summer after joining from Somerset. The 20-year-old bowler has been training in South Africa during the winter. Usually what I do before Christmas is I just focus on strength and conditioning. Uh, have a bit of a break from uh, actually playing cricket so yeah I've been doing a lot of running a lot of gym work and that's been good I feel really good at the moment Um, and I started towards the end of the year started to do a bit of skill stuff hitting a few balls and and getting some overs under my belt so yeah the plan is to play a few games before I come back to uh, to the UK but at the moment it's very 50-50 whether there's going to be any games on here because they're currently um they being currently their band so so yeah we'll see what happens obviously I'd love to play a few games but if not then it's not the end of the world I guess I'd love to play all formats that's the that's the goal and that's the dream to play as much cricket in all formats as I can so uh, I've been working really hard on my white ball skills as well as my red ball I'd say over the last few years I've probably heard to being more of a red ball bowler but um, yeah I'd love to play limited overs cricket as well so yeah, there's constant work on, you know, with T20 cricket these days, being a bowler is hard work, so you've got to be on it all the time. All being well, Kent will get their county championship season underway in April with a trip to Northamptonshire. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all KM Group's newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.